With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. For Super Bowl 58, here is Stormy Bonatoni and Michael Lombardi on VSEN, the sports betting network. Decent Super Week live from Media Row in Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings alongside three-time Super Bowl winning executive strategist Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bon and Tony with you. And the fun is just getting started. Yeah. Michael, our guests this week have been unbelievable. Yeah, I know. We've got another great I'm guest list today. I'm still laughing at Caliendo. I'm still laughing at him. <laughs> I'm so surprised good. you didn't jump in with any of the impersonations. I can by only the way. do Al Davis. I can only do him, and then I it's every other word's a curse word, so I can't do it. You know. You I did set him up well with the summerall. Uh, yeah, thanks, John. I mean, I love that when he does that. In fact, when I sent him a thank you text yesterday, I, I wrote thanks, John, on it. Onto it. But, you know, like he made a point to me. Like, I didn't realize, like, not a lot of people remember Pat Summerall, mm-hmm. you know, and he's such a great voice. Like, you, you probably don't remember. There was a great, great the voice of NFL films, John Facenda. If you listen to the Raiders, the autumn win, and he describes it, mm-hmm. he was a local TV broadcaster at the channel, the CBS news station in Philadelphia. So I grew up watching him and you know, that voice was so powerful and he did a lot of NFL film stuff. Mm-hmm. And this generation just doesn't even they might hear his voice, but that, that was just magical. He was unbelievable. And, and the way that Steve Sable was able to, to bring the music and the voices into everything, it just yeah. makes this, this makes it what we have here today. I mean, he grew the game. So recognizable and subtle, too. Yeah. And like that's something I wish. And I, I know there are a lot of broadcasters today who are still really, really great at letting the moment be the moment. But sometimes his just touchdown. Yeah. Right. Like it, it's, it's just so, different. It is. It's really good. But it, it's a great you know, this is unbelievable. And this is, you know, for me, this is a wonderful Super Bowl. And we should take some time to honor the great Bill Walsh because this is his Super Bowl. Right. Andy Reid's from the West Coast mm-hmm. offense. He learned right there everything. And Kyle Shanahan's from the West Coast. So this game, even though his team, the 49ers, is playing, he's represented in other ways in terms of the coaches in the game. Well, and you think about the idea of scripting plays, how that's such yeah. commonplace now. Everybody in the NFL does it, but it was created from the great Bill Walsh. Exactly, Stormy. And I think that's one of the keys to the game is, is to me – you know, if you said what's going to have to happen in the game, Steve Wilkes, you got to handle the script, mm-hmm. right? Spagnola knows he's got to handle the script. He's going to have to do some things. And Kyle knows he needs to have a really good script. So 
you know, for all the conversation, the script's really important. And I think, and again, it's a tribute to Coach Walsh. So today, this being the Wednesday of Super Bowl week, this is the day that the guys really hit the practice field, start to get to work in earnest. The shaking hands and kissing babies is kind of put to the side now. They don't have to do as many media responsibilities. How would you describe what this day means at this stage of the week in terms of the team's preparation? Well, they've already got the game plan spin in. The game plan's been in since last week, right? So last, last Monday and Tuesday was a normal normal week for the teams so they went on the game plan they practiced they, they put it all in so Wednesday's practice if even if it was a walkthrough they introduced the game plan Thursdays Friday Saturday they actually went through the practice and then this week they kind of do it again and it's a rehearsal so what you're getting is a lot of reps more reps than you would get in a normal week and you're getting a lot of pr practice time and a lot of situational football time so this is really what it is it's a dress rehearsal but they kind of have a sense and I think each team will have their script period where they go over what they're going to run how they're going to run it the red zone really ultimately which decides these games mm -hmm. right what, what decides most important games is short yardage, third and one, fourth and one, third and two, that area. And then who scores touchdowns and who kicks field goals. And I think that's really what you get a chance to work more on this week than you had. So, you know, something that we haven't really talked about a lot this week that I do think is important is the kicking game. We've yeah. been focusing so much on, on offense and defense, but there is an advantage in special teams in the kicking game, specifically for Kansas City in this game with Harrison Butker compared to Jake Moody, who is, has had his issues lately in critical moments. And, and look, Let's not forget last year. Why, why did the Eagles lose? They lost the kicking game. I mean, the, you know, Tony's return, you know, Sky Moore's return in the Bengal game mm -hmm. got him in field position. Then they had the personal foul, which got him the field goal to win the game. Right. Or else that game's going overtime. And then the Tony return in the game that set up the points. So, yeah, I think it's critical. And, and it, you know, most of the time, everybody just wants clean exchanges, which is great on the return part. But you're right. I mean, this is a game where I'm sure Kyle's a little nervous. Look, Moody's a great kicker. And, I, and I, I know he's a great kicker, and I think he's going to have a great future. But it's a little bit tenuous right now because you know – you know, his confidence has got to be really strong going into the game. That's why the pregame look is going to be important to see what he does. He's missed four kicks in the last three games, three of six on field goals, nine of 10 on extra points after missing three in his first 16 games of the season combined. So it's been it's been rough as of late. But so I asked the question because when you talk so much about strategy and game planning with Kyle Shanahan, do you anticipate that a lack of trust in Jake Moody could change his fourth down approach and maybe a, a, an area where a Harrison Bucker might kick a field goal here that Shanahan yeah. will need to be a little more aggressive. I think if he starts, I think he'll play it straight early. And if he misses one, I don't think he'll, he'll, I think he might go for it considering if it's fourth and one, fourth and two. But if it's a long one, he's going to have to take the kick, right? I think he realizes that this game is going to be decided early. You're going to have to keep, you're going to have to win the fourth quarter. I think what it harkens back to is he knows that in that fourth quarter in the last time they played, 21 points in the fourth quarter by the, by the, by the, by the Chiefs. He didn't score in the fourth quarter. So I, I think he's going to set himself up for that. And if Moody gives him confidence early in the game, I think he'll keep kicking. You have an article up at vcin.com right now that is kind of discussing, again, that importance of strategy and specifically on the San Francisco 49ers side of things. What is your were going through like preparing and writing that article really stood out to you about what needs to happen for Kyle Shanahan as he's putting his plan together we know this we know if you let if you let Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid read the tea leaves if they know what you're going to do you're going to have a hard time stopping them 
and he's going to be 12 for 12, 13 for 13, 14. He's not going to miss a throw. It's going to be pitch and catch. It's going to be short throws, check it down, make them tackles. So I think Wilkes has to come up with something unique, something different, something that catches them off guard in terms mm-hmm. of their preparation. Like, hey, we didn't expect that. We didn't think this was going to happen. We have to react to it now. And then get them a little bit off kilter. They'll get back in, They'll get back on kilter, but then they're going to have to have something for the second half. We had Arians on early in the week, and he talked about you always need a second-half game plan. You know, and what happens is, you know, from many of the times sitting in the meetings with Coach Belichick on Sunday, on Saturday night before the game, he would tell the coaching staff, hey, I want to start the game off. Here's how I want to start the game off on calls but I want to make sure we have our stuff for the fourth quarter when we're going to need it you know and we're going to need it here and I think that's the strategy and what I was trying to write about was this is a game all about strategy is how we set up the first quarter to win the fourth so Belichick obviously is a defensive guy so he can step into the defensive room and say whatever needs to be said as they prepare for a game for Kyle Shanahan when the defensive side of the ball is the issue how challenging is that for a head coach to go in and talk to Steve Wilkes and say hey like these things need to be adjusted or do you just be hands off and let him do what he's going to do no I think Kyle's job is to make suggestions. Steve, look, you know, this is kind of what I know has given Andy trouble in the past. Here's what I think we need to do. Here's what gives me trouble when I play against somebody off the script. I think that conversation back and forth. Look, Belichick would walk into McDaniels and say, Josh, here's what I want to do. Now, you call the play, but here's where I want to be able to attack him. I want to go after this guy early. I want to let everybody know we're going after him. And I want to and I want to make sure that we understand this is part of our game plan. So, look, just because you one of the things that gives Kyle and Andy such an advantage is that they just not are offensive coaches. They know defense. Like they really understand the defensive adjustments that need to happen. So I think where Kyle has to be very careful is, is he can't say, Steve, do this. And then the coach trying to make him happy. And he does too much of that. Okay. He has to kind of balance it out a little bit. And, one of the things you have to do against an Andy Reid team is you have to be like a baseball pitcher. You've got to be able to throw fastballs. You've got to be able to have a changeup, and you've got to have a curveball. Yet if you give them too much of the same thing, they're going to beat you. Mm-hmm. And so what I, the strategy is start the game off with different pitches, but then come back to other pitches so they don't get a handle on it. The best defenses in football are one-third man-to-man, one-third zone, one-third man-zone dogs. The worst defenses in football is when you do the same thing all the time because then people get used to it. Mm-hmm. Nolan Ryan used to get hit, even though he threw 99 miles an hour. I mean, eventually they hit you. So that's what happens. And I think that's what some of the teams need to do, especially playing a great team like Kansas City. Okay, so you mentioned that we had Frank Caliendo on, that we've had Bruce Arians this week. We also had Herm Edwards, the Golics. Um, Mad Dog Russo was oh, with yeah. us yesterday. So remember... I'm his maitre d' now, by the way. Oh, I'm making oh, reservations yeah. for him. Yeah, I mean, I'll just try to help out any way I can. Well, yeah. well we've always talked about needing to have a guy. He's got a guy. It's <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. and then you You've got a guy inside. I got to have a guy, yeah. <laughs> but um, the great guest list is going to continue today. Uh, we've got Peter King coming up this hour, of course, Football Morning in America, doing great written work for NBC Sports. Chris Sims, speaking of NBC Sports NFL analyst, we chatted with him yesterday, so we'll play that conversation for everybody. And a couple more former NFL players, Tank Williams, who is now a betting analyst, fantasy strategist. He will stop by, and the one and only VEASAN Zone, Mike Pritchard, former NFL wideout, of course, won a national championship at Colorado as well. 
well. Um, How are you holding up? Are you a little nervous yet? Are you, uh, it's Wednesday. Am I okay? nervous yet? No. I, I have been a bundle of nerves, Michael, since about 60 Don't seconds too after early, the though, NFC Stormy, championship. You can't peak too early. It's Wednesday. It's only when I mean, well, it feels like we've been here forever. I, I mean, and I'm enjoying it other than the weather. But I mean, you know, you can't peak too early. Well, I told you that as soon as the NFC championship ended, where the 49ers have the oh, comeback, right. they rally, they do all these things. And you're like, wow, they, they what an incredible. They should not have won this game. They do it. You can only celebrate for so long <laughs> before you recognize that the next opponent is the Kansas City Chiefs. This is very Belichickian of you. The next game is always the most important game. On when you Kansas win a City. game, the next game is the most important. I appreciate that City. out of you. I really do. <laughs> um, but with that, we've got about a minute here before we have to hit the break. But are you surprised that we are still sitting at that? two no movement no, I, this week. I, I am not i think it's going to go to two and a half before the I, I think there's going to be 49er money like everybody's everybody we talk to thinks it's an easy kansas city win right they all think that but i know this from doing vison for five years that the book's not stupid right they're not stupid and they're they're holding on this number and we see we'll talk about the betting splits in the next block but we see all this money coming in and they're not moving that number yeah. there's something going on here well, I, I don't trust it and that's why we can say all we want that it feels like the wrong team is favored or maybe this should be a pick em type game it's a coin flip the book's at that number for a reason they did they, so. they, they never make the wrong Correct. team favorite like we're not smarter than them let's just put that out there we're going to step aside. We're just getting started here from Media Row at Mandalay Bay. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
This is the Lombardi Line, live from Media Row for Super Bowl 58 on VSEN, the sports betting network. We are back live from Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay, Media Row. This segment of the Lombardi Line brought to you by Bear Aspirin, the official sponsor of fans' hearts. Our hearts are full this Super Bowl week as we are getting rammed up for Super Bowl 58. Chiefs and Niners getting set to go head-to-head. We had a great conversation yesterday after we got off the air with Chris Sims, NBC Sports NFL analyst, of course, former NFL quarterback. You can catch him on PFT Live with Mike Florio or the Chris Sims Unbuttoned podcast. Take a listen to our conversation with Chris. Chris, thank you so much for taking some time to hang out with us. Of we appreciate course. it. Yeah, How's Vegas it. treating you so far? Oh, it's great. Uh, I mean, I'm really excited for this. For, you know, I mean, I like, it's the Super Bowl and we're football junkies anyways. Yeah. It's first in Vegas, mm-hmm. right? It's Mahomes. It's my best buddy Shanahan and a storied franchise in the 49ers. I got a lot of friends and family friends all coming in. My family's coming in. Uh, so I'm, I'm really like, I think more than any Super Bowl I can remember. And your dad's on the, on the and desk. And he's on the broadcast. So you we got to go, all go. It's all that. I won some money at the crap stadium last now. night. So we, go. we got to go. And good you're not, you're and I'll, I'll charge some hotel things <laughs> to your room. I got to do that. You're all not right. a don't pass line guy, right? I just need to make sure. No, 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 I'm not. Pass line all day. Yes, all, all day. All right. I'm just, I had to make sure you're don't not worry. that guy. All right, go on, Mike. Let's start. Let's start. Here's yeah. what the question I have. I haven't talked to Kyle, but here's what I would ask Kyle. Right. All right. This team starts fast. They've yeah. scored on every opening drive. The script has been very effective. They scored 46 of the 70 points in the first half of the Chiefs. If if they come out with the same stuff, the same look, the same fronts, all that, Mahomes is going to be 12 for 12 and of be course. up 14 and nothing. Exactly. So right. what do you think the strategy is going to be defensively right. for the 49ers? I, I think, you know, like along the lines of what you're saying something's got to change right. the way they played recently, right? I mean, they, they yeah. were outplayed the last two games and here they are at the Super Bowl. It's kind of amazing. So, I, I got to expect something drastic. And like you said, if Mahomes and Reed kind of know what they're getting, like, forget about it. They're going to march down the football field. I would be shocked like watching film of the 49ers the last few weeks like you do. There's just so much space on the field right now. Yeah. They're not as good at their zones as they've been in the past, right? Wilkes has not got up to speed quite yet the way D'Amico and Sala had it there. I expect the 49ers to be more aggressive in this football game. I don't know how they can win the football game if they're not. If, if they, they just play sit back zone, and play zone. He's 15 for 15. Exactly right. The whole game. And he's he's patient now. He's going to manage it that way. So the thing I've kind of been breaking down in my world on NBC Sports and stuff is that I expect the 49ers to come out and be in the face of the Chiefs a little bit more. And I wouldn't be surprised to see some more tactical blitzing too, just to give them a few curveballs that they're not prepared for. Do you think they'll bench Chase Young to start the game? I... I He's definitely not as good a pass rusher as Randy Gregory. No. I know that, right? right? I mean, it's now he's pretty good against the run. I bet you no. Yeah, I bet I you they let him play, me, but maybe get him the out. The edges, quick. the edges of their defense right. have been attacked by both teams, mm-hmm. and and they actually, I know it's going to sound ridiculous, but they miss Cleveland Farrell. I hear they you. miss him on the edge right. to sen- strengthen that defense. No. And I think they got to do something out there to deter it. And I, I'm with you. I think the beginning of this game is going to be the critical moment. I, I think so. Uh, it, it's unique, you know. I'm I'm one that's kind of shocked the 49ers are favored. I don't feel like they played their best football in six weeks. Yeah, that's right? true. Right? They've kind of plateaued. We just talked about they've been outplayed. The Chiefs continue to get better and better. They're peaking. It feels like the 49ers peaked in early December, right? I feel like the Chiefs finally accepted, hey, we're ugly on offense this year. We're going to play defense. We're going to throw short passes, screens, RPOs. We'll take a shot down the field every now and then. Yeah. They found their mojo. I'm kind of shocked they're not favored. I, and then 
in too. my world, right? We, you are. Yeah, we've talked about that here too right. because it's it's interesting. Like what people value more: the greater sample size, where the San Francisco 49ers were the better team throughout sure. the course of the year, or right. the current form that you see in the Kansas City Chiefs. And then again, for as much as this Chiefs team has been one that's relied on its defense this year, it's still Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And I hate that argument. No, but, but that's what it is. It's real. And it's becoming dynastic. Right. It, you know, I know Mike talks to coaches all around football. I talk to a ton too. The Mahomes thing is very real in the NFL now. There's almost an inevitability like there was with Peyton when he had the ball late in the game or Brady, yeah. right? Where you just went, well, they got here they go. They're going to go down. Yep. It's, they're going to score. Right. Do we have a little time left maybe where we can answer back? That's really what it is. And I talked to a number of coaches that sort of like to your point where they feel like, man, Mahomes and this team have kind of hit that Brady mode where just do what they got to do to win the game. And of course, in any close game, you go, I don't know, we can pull this off. But that to me is like the psychological aspect of the game a little bit too is first off I've never seen a team like the Chiefs play B minus football all year and then turn it on do you right. remember a team that's ever turned it no, on like but he this? changed his style he I mean did. he, he right. basically they went from trying to make all these big plays to the saying you know what we stink we're just going to go back to old Alex Smith West Coast right offense, right and we're going to throw Dink it around and, and Pacheco's going to run the ball right but now here's what I want I watch yeah. Buffalo play the, the Chiefs I know the Chiefs are really good on defense but Buffalo had the ball 37 minutes right right they had they had five drives over 11 yards of 11 plays they had three drives and had 18 first downs and scored touchdowns. Right. Like, I got to think Kyle is going to take the spread approach that Buffalo did. Now, I know Buffalo averaged 4-8 a carry, 4-8 a pass and 4-7 a carry, but they controlled the game. I think that's kind of how they have to play. Them. I would agree. And I, you know, I would say, first off, the 49ers offense in totality is better than the Bills. Way better, and right? Shanahan is better than Joe Brady. No right? question. No disrespect, right. but I mean, Shanahan is who he is. I I would think so, too. Let alone, I don't think the 49ers are going to be stupid like the Ravens are last week and not run the football. Yeah, the Ravens lost that game on Tuesday. They didn't lose that game on agreed, Sunday. Agreed. They lost that game their, on Tuesday. Their game planning and having horrible. that thought was like, no, that's the wrong process of this football game. And that's, you're exactly right. I agree with you. That's where they went wrong. How does that happen? It's a misevaluation of the team you're playing and misevaluation of other biases of what you yeah. want to do, right? You want to win a certain It's way. receivers. It's my quarterback. So we want want to win throwing the football instead of just going just win the game what the hell do you mm -hmm. have to do to which win is this what game? the chiefs have done exactly it's, that's all they've done they said oh, we're gonna win the game it's ugly we you know they averaged what seven seven a play they had no they didn't have the ball against buffalo at all they scored 27 points in 22 minutes the chiefs in the bills game i felt like played defenses where they were worried about their run defense right they have to be Right. So that's where I go and look at Shanahan. And I think one of the things like I'm with you, spread them out a little bit. Don't let Spags disguise all this stuff. Right. You play phone booth football and everybody's in there close yeah. together. It's hard to tell who the hell's coming and who's right. not coming and like that. So you can clean the picture up a little bit, maybe get some numbers advantages and then, then run and the ball I from there. And I think you got to use McCaffrey in the passing game. A hundred. Because now it's got to declare to Spags, who's the blitzer? Right. Who's coming? Right. Like if somebody's out there covering him away from the formation, you got to handle that right like who is the blitzer and it may be the guy that's blitzing is the guy who's responsible for McCaffrey now they yeah. gotta make a now check make and a call, call and mess which, up which Baltimore whatever. did none of that none they of did it. none of that and they were playing at home yes I, I think you gotta test that aspect I had to do a little exercise on my podcast yesterday 10 most non-important QBs of the Super Bowl and my number one was McCaffrey and I mean I'm obviously he's really good right so it wasn't like that but it was more along the lines of what, to me he's the schematical chess piece right. that can really stress mm -hmm. out 
have Spags in the matchup. Yeah. He can give Purdy and Shanahan some clues. I wouldn't be shocked on the first drive if we saw McCaffrey moved everywhere just so Shanahan can go, okay, they're going to play like this when I do that. They're going to. So right. it's all about setting up future drives. But he's going to test it out and go, how's Spags going to adjust to this? How's mm-hmm. he going to do that? And I would think there's some, some, some of that going that. on. I couldn't agree more. I yeah. think he is the wild card. And I say this all the time. Stormy and I talk about it. In any other offense, he's not as effective, but he's the luxury item on the car. Mm-hmm. Right. He really is the guy. If he's just the main back, if he's the Derrick Henry of the offense, that don't work. No, no, right. But when he's the luxury item and you can move him around, like, I got to think he's going to catch eight passes for 70 yards. I, I'm with Who you. Who covers him for the I, Chiefs? Exactly. That, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They're going to have to be smart and better be careful because, because I mean, mm-hmm. I know you know Storm and Stormy and, and Mike. Like, he runs routes like a wide receiver. Yeah. No question. Well, so they got to be smart on how they match up with him. It's so unique that they have weapons like Christian McCaffrey and like Debo Samuel that really can line up anywhere right. in that offense. Right. Um, before we let you go, we got a couple minutes here left because you mentioned first Super Bowl here in Las Vegas. Yeah. As a former player in the league, and you've, you've seen all of the talk about how taboo this city was from an NFL perspective for yeah. so long. How surreal is it that we have a an NFL team and a Super Bowl in the city? It's, it's amazing. I mean, from where I started my career, early 2000s, I mean, wow. Vegas, gambling, yeah. all those things together were like, no, 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 <laughs> you can't trust football players in Vegas, right? And I was one of them. You couldn't trust me when I was 23 or 24 in Vegas. And that's why they that sent the crazy. team out to Lake Las Vegas. <laughs> exactly right. They're like, let's <laughs> remove them as far as possible. But uh, hey, it's the sign of the times. The world's adjusted. The league's adjusting. We're going to Brazil, you know, for Christ's sake. We're going yeah. to Brazil. I mean, who I'm would have talking to you, DraftKings. I mean, we're going to Brazil. I mean, I never even thought that right. Brazil would even, even see a, a, a football. It's incredible. Yeah, but it the really league is. Is, is exploding. And I think because of social media, because of the gambling, right, even where I live up in the Northeast, right, there's a lot of transient people from different countries. Mm-hmm. And I could tell, like, a guy from Spain comes up to me and he's got a Spanish accent, but he's asking me about the NFL <laughs> and he's intrigued. And it's really taken off. It, there's no question about it. Well, I know you're all over the place this week. So thank you so much for taking some time Thanks, for buddy. us. I always you, got time for you, too. I Appreciate don't know. How do you. you work with him all the time? Uh, how do you do that? You well, must be a saint. Thank you. Sure. I'll make sure that I tell my husband <laughs> <She> that. <is. laughs> do that. <laughs> You know, my husband still doesn't think I'm a saint. I, I think you to are. Him. Yeah, I mean, look, you put up with all his... How does he root for the Carolina Panthers? I mean, oh, seriously, that's got to be a painful it thing. It is a challenging existence. Like, how did that ever happen? Is he grow up in Charlotte? He grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, so the beach town out there in, in... Well, it's the home of Michael Jordan. He should root yeah, for whatever he, team Michael Jordan's Fun with. fact, he went to uh, his high school. Went to Michael Jordan's high school uh, back in the day. Amazing. Uh, we're going to hit the break. Appreciate Chris Sims joining us here on the Lombardi line. Mike Richard will be live on the desk with us when we return. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant 
just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Lombardi Line, live from Media Row for Super Bowl 58 on VSEN, the sports betting network. Super Week rolls on as we're getting set for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. This is presented by 1-800-Flowers.com, DraftKings' official flower for Valentine's. Alongside Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bonantoni with you. And Beeson's own Mike Pritchard joins us live on the desk. Former NFL wide receiver, obviously doing great work with us as an NFL betting analyst here with us at Beeson and a Vegas local as well. That's right. And we just had a conversation with, with Chris Sims mm-hmm. and talking about how the relationship with Vegas and the NFL and sports as a whole has changed so much but like you've lived here for a very very long time and I remember talking to you about betting and you said after you got out of the league you were still afraid to step into a sports book so I feel like this has got to be crazy to have the yes. Super Bowl in our town yes 1000% I mean our pro team growing up was the Rebels right yeah. uh, Randall Cunningham and watching him play and uh, I went to school with Greg Anthony so the running Rebels I was a big running Rebels fan as well too so uh, those were our pro franchises and not in a million years that I think that we were going to host the Super Bowl, let alone have a franchise here. But um, yeah, they, they scared the bejesus out of us about <laughs> sports betting when I was in the league. And uh, I funny stories in terms of friends coming to town and wanting to hang out. And um, I, I would never enter the vicinity of a book. I was so scared that the FBI would literally knock <laughs> on my door. So I would not even go down the stairs, you know, if you're going to the Westgate and uh, or any book around town, I would not even uh, come close to them thinking that I was going to a book. The warnings worked. Right, yes. what do you, you know, as shocking as it is to be here and it's wonderful, too. But the one that blew me on my feet, playing in Brazil. Did right. you ever think that would happen? No, no. We played, uh, you know, Pat Bolin was um, the travel committee. He was a chairman yeah. on because uh, the league has all these committees and boards. And, uh, and so he was ahead of that. So we always traveled. We went to Japan. Right. We went to Barcelona. And those were preseason. Those are preseason. Not yeah. regular season. Right, right. So uh, I, I knew way back then that the league wanted to expand internationally. Yeah. Uh, you know, now that they're going to be streaming too. And, and so, yeah, we're going to have games in Brazil. Wow. Yeah, about that. M- Michael said yesterday, 
too that he thought like it's just a matter of time before we have actual teams yeah. overseas and obviously major league baseball we have like canadian teams and everything right. but do you see that happening and in what time frame potentially for the nfl well we had nfl europe uh and that worked i, I think the travel uh was a concern uh but now you know the charters and the planes that we have and uh, the technology, I'm sure that they can get around the travel and those aspects. And teams kind of, they kind of stay. Like if, if you are the 49ers and you're playing back-to-back -back games on the East Coast, you're going to stay over there anyway. Uh, yeah. So maybe they can figure out a schedule. Yeah. I think uh, they're going to go three and three. I think okay. they're going to do it a little bit. I think yeah. you can certainly do it. If, right. And if you can schedule it. Let's go. You've had 10 days. Yeah. And we, we have gone back and forth. I've gone back and forth. I know we had to submit our picks to the guide and everybody should get the guide because there's great information. Mm -hmm. But where are you today? on the game well i had a lean towards the chiefs and now i'm on the chiefs um, okay yeah i i think uh uh you know it, it's not so much patrick mahomes it's more about the defense i mean last year in the super bowl that defense was young going up against the eagles and uh it, people were worried about that young defense and can this will this moment be too big for him but they they held their own and they did a decent job i think they complemented what the chiefs did last year now they asserted themselves and uh this defense yeah i keep looking at scenarios and even red zone like the red zone opportunities that san francisco has given up defensively uh aids patrick mahomes in that offense how they matriculate and how they can create those opportunities but the Chiefs defense has been stingy in the red zone. Like Miami didn't even get to the red zone. Baltimore got there one time at home, uh, and that was the Ravens. And I know the game plan. People will talk about the game plan with the Ravens. Maybe it was suspect or not, but uh, that defense really rose to the occasion, in my opinion. And, and Buffalo really lost the game in the red zone. They weren't able right. to cash it in when they got down there. Right, right. I mean, they, they did a few times on the three drives where they had eight first, where they had six first downs on those drives. But for the most part, they, they had to settle in the last drive of the game they had to settle yeah yeah meanwhile the 49ers defense has been a problem and they can't get to the quarterback and their secondary has had a number of lapses and i know as a fan that's something that concerns me in this matchup but what's the what's the battle that you think is going to be the most critical within this game well I, the linebackers i mean the linebackers to me always that's the battle uh because of protection uh and then certainly you know and 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 scheme now here's where i think the 49ers could have an advantage. I don't know if Kyle's going to get to it, though. Like, what don't you see in today's NFL? You don't see offset eye, uh, and you don't see split back behind a quarterback. Yeah. Now, if he has that in his game plan, I think that throws off Kansas City a little bit because you don't see that. Like, you see shotgun and you see two backs, but you don't see a quarterback behind the center and split backs. And you can run the same plays. They can run all the same stuff that they've been running all year long, but it will throw off the linebackers because now you got Kyle Juszczyk in, in routes or blocking. Uh, you certainly have Christian uh, running routes or blocking. And then if you put Debo and Christian back there, now what are you going to do? So I, if Kyle can get creative that way, uh, and, and still run the same plays, you're not going to interrupt the confidence of Brock Purdy at all. Yeah, I, I think that that's going to be the key, right? You right. know, they got to they got to try to do something to get that to, to kind of create that that sense of element, lose the confidence a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I think we're talking about this game. We're talking about settling down and, and getting into the flow of the game uh, the quickest and 
uh, I think that's on the side. That's where the edge is for Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, I, I think because they've been here so often that they're going to get in the flow. Like if they win the toss, maybe they take the ball. Or? Yeah, they, I mean, they've been so good in the first quarter. They've yeah. driven down. That's why I keep saying the script is the most important play of the, of the game because they've been so good. And, right. you know, all year the Chiefs have not been a great covering team. And now they've covered five straight games going into the Super Bowl. They've kind of they've not only changed their identity of of kind of what, what they've become. So I don't know. Really, they've covered four. The, the Cincinnati game and then these three playoff games. We won't count the Charger game. Yeah, but winning <laughs> as an underdog outright is significant, obviously, yeah. for Kansas City. Now, now, Super Bowl week is the week more than any other that everybody wants to talk about props. Right. What, what do you have in the account right now? What's your favorite prop? Well, I, I have a uh, I have a parlay as my favorite one. A prop one. parlay. Yeah, because oh, so guy. anytime touchdown, <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, so Christian is a favorite, and so is Isaiah Pacheco, uh, the running back. So Both then, at minus odds. Right, yeah. but if you parlay that, it, it, I got it at plus 159. So a little plus money right there. I love that. It's a high percentage play, I think. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's had two touchdowns in each of the last two playoff games. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Pacheco's had eight touchdowns the last seven. Right. Like, and we know CMC's been just a, a scoring machine sure. for them. I, I love that. Yeah, Get yeah. plus money? Come on, Michael. I know. I, you got to love that a little bit, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think to me, you know, you got you two are great at this. Is there one like, are you leaning towards Pacheco rushing yards? Are you leaning towards any of those? In, like, I think McCaffrey's receiving yards, even though it's dropped, I think he's going to have a big game in the receiving element. I think so, too. And, um, you know, depending on how Kansas City plays this, like uh, if, if they play, you know, more man-to-man, that, that, that features the playmakers for sure uh, for San Francisco. But if they zone it off, it'll be interesting how they get to some of their concepts. But uh, I, so I love the Chiefs in the game, but I did sprinkle a lot on anytime touchdowns for a lot of San Francisco players. Okay, who we got? Playmakers, we George got? Kittle, uh, check, uh, certainly I think check could be the wild card in this game. Go on. Um, <laughs> that's right, Debo, Ayuk, uh, uh, even, even uh, Jennings. I put some on Jennings, too, because I, I okay, think the role players. Okay, now you've taken it one step too far, no, Fred. I think you've taken it one step too far throwing Juwan Jennings in there. <laughs> but I'm very curious about your comment on, on Kyle Juszczyk. Mm-hmm. Why do you, you said he could be a wild card. Why? Yeah, because they have a true fullback in their offense, whereas Kansas City they don't. Right. Uh, and I think what a true fullback, you know, whether it's eye formation, you know, those linebackers, they don't see ISO blocks that often. Uh, and he's a great fullback. Uh, and then if he's implemented in a passing game, I think that really puts a lot of pressure uh, on the linebacking core for mm-hmm. Kansas City. I like to use check over three and a half receiving yards. It got bumped yeah. up to four and a half, but I still feel like if he gets a reception, <laughs> it's got to be five yards yeah, more, right? right? Yeah, right, I think right. so that's too. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Like that seems like take it, throw you it know, in the bank. You know, fullback in the flat. The only problem with that is, is when they, if he scores a touchdown, it's a two-yard touchdown, right? You only get <laughs> <Yeah>. two. <laughs> right? Well, that was my fear. Yeah. There was a there was an Elijah Mitchell prop for him to have. I, I want to say it was like over one and a half okay. rushing yards or something like that because it's going to be a Christian McCaffrey game. He He's not, we're not sharing the load in San Francisco, aside from Debo, right? Like, it's it's Christian McCaffrey. But Elijah Mitchell's, he was like, with my luck, he'll get a one-yard goal line touchdown. Yeah, I have him, get too, hosed. by the way. You I, do, do? I do have Mitchell, you too. too. You two are the best. <laughs> hey. What teaser do you have besides you? Any, any teaser? Other te- any well, same so game teaser? Come on, I'm I, an SGT. I Let's like, go. I like the points, right? So teasing up Kansas City and then teasing up the total point under. There you go. Oh, that's a teaser. That's what I did, too. There you but go. But I did a seven point, so I got okay. it up to 54 and a okay, half. Okay, nice, nice. But... Um, there's fullback arrow in this offense too. So like we see Christian running at yeah. halfback arrow, or whatever, but uh, there's fullback. So if we do see 
offset eye or split yeah. backs. Okay. I will be in gaming this game because I think yeah. that's going to cause problems uh, for Kansas City. That's something I'm excited about too. And maybe like, let's say Kansas City does get the ball and they end up scoring right, right. away, getting a better number on San Francisco or something from that standpoint. I love live betting. I think yeah. it's an interesting way to. I think it's great. It keeps you in tune with the game Absolutely. and it keeps you in the flow of the game to try to understand who's in control and who's in the lead. For sure. Mike Pritchard, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Good doing great guys. stuff with us at Beeson. And of course, you catch them on the Lombardi line hosting alongside Femi Abebefe and Mike Palm every single Friday. You are the best. And I know you're just going to continue making the rounds and having people ask you where to go get dinner. That's right. All right. of the things I'm that Mr. we Vegas, deal with. Uh, this week. <laughs> I know. Oh. All right. I, I, I should have hooked you up with Russo. He needs help. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to hit the break. But when we come back, closing things out with a little fun Why Not Wednesday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.